Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Whether you're listening to us or watching our podcast, we appreciate you. And please don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Cowboy Entrepreneur. Today, we have a dear friend and a special guest. I can't wait for the audience to meet him. If you haven't already, down the trail. His name is Matt Monroe, and he's the executive director of the Mustang Champions. And it's a brand new association, and it's uh, it's going to have 100% backing of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and, and uh, love what Matt's doing in the association. But first off, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Scott. Thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about you, man. Let's talk about you. Okay. Um, Yeah, man. So um, I think it's so important for people to know you before we even talk about the association. So how did you grow up? Did you grow up around Mustangs or horses or what was your Austin, Texas. I have a sister that coaches and trains and I had moved from Houston to Austin. I was in ninth grade and uh, I had nothing to do. So she's like, you're coming with me. You're coming to the barn. You're going to learn to clean stalls and tack horses. And I did a lot of it and eventually learned to ride. Um, And what we would do in those days is take thoroughbred horses off the racetrack and we will, we train them, we train them to jump. And uh, I I would, I think I would ride very regularly three to four horses a day. So I was on a very pretty intensive uh, training program with both horses that uh, were show horses. I tended to be the exercise boy. But then I would also have that opportunity to uh, to train and 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 show as well. But I, I really really enjoyed it. I still have friends to this day that we all rode horses together and showed horses together, and uh, we also country western danced together. Oh. But that's a whole nother story. But uh, yeah, it's I am a uh, I'm just passionate about horses. Man, I love that. You know what what was it like the first time? You know that you can remember when that that re- that thoroughbred racehorse came to the place, and you were like, "Okay, let's train this horse." So, I don't remember that being an event, but I do remember we would go to Fredericksburg to the racetrack, ah. and when that thoroughbred would pass that gate, uh, some of them didn't do too well. They kind of freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> it brought back uh, memories for them. <laughs> oh man. That that is so cool. So so have you stayed in that as far as training, uh, you know, thoroughbreds for jumping or or what? So what uh, about ten years ago, there was an event, national event called Mustang Million. It was a million dollars in prize money, and a friend of my sister, the coach that uh, I still get coached by, uh, had a really <laughs> good friend that started this event called Extreme Mustang Makeover. You may have heard of it before. Her name's Patty Colbert. She created uh-huh. this event, Mustang Million, and uh, invited me to do the advertising campaign for it. I'm an advertising art director by trade, worked in Dallas and Chicago, very large accounts, a lot of television, commercial production, loved it, loved it, still, still in that marketing business today. But I, I did that campaign, and I'm like, the prize money is so good, and this is such an opportunity for my daughter, and Mustangs don't cost very much, so I might actually be able to afford to have some horses and have my sister, my daughter, uh, kind of you know fulfill her dream of being a horse owner. So uh, we trained them. They were yearlings. Uh, they were their mothers were captured out of Stone Cabin, Nevada, 
and that area is known for gray horses, of which my horses are both gray. They went through California and were born in facility, is what they call it. We adopted them in Norco, California. I had a known Mustang uh, trainer, uh, colt starter, work with her and the yearlings, and then we, we brought them to Austin, Texas, and she competed with them in Fort Worth. So that's really kind of how I got into the Mustang business, and I'm just I'm, I'm super passionate about it. Uh, there are a lot of horses that need all of us, need all of our energies, need all of our money. Uh, there are over 60,000 that are in holding facilities that have been gathered uh, in the United States. And, and it's a big burden on our tax monies. We're all, as Americans, and we pay taxes, we own these horses. They are our mm -hmm. horses. So they, they need us. They need us right now. And they're very expensive to keep at about 1500 a head. So you do the math. It's a lot of money that is being spent to keep them in, 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 in corrals and pens and pastures. And it just doesn't have to be that way. So I will tell you my experience in riding Mustangs is they are great horses. They bond with you differently than a domestic horse. It's just a different experience, especially if you are the person that gentles the horse. They will absolutely do things for you that I never had uh, that kind of connection with the domestic horses that I had. So I'm a big, big believer in Mustangs, what they can do. Uh, there's a lady named Marsha Hartford Sapp out of Florida. She showed her Mustang uh, Western Dressage and ended up being USEF Horse of the Year. His name is Cobra. He's a briar horse. He is a stud. He knows he is a performance horse, and uh, he is very happy to show you what he is capable of doing. I had the uh, pleasure of, uh, I was head of marketing for the Mustang Heritage Foundation for several years, and Cobra retired at Briarfest, and I had the opportunity to create a, a presentation blanket for him and present it to wow. him in Lexington. And it was just, I was very, very, very honored by that experience. And it was very interesting to see Cobra, a Mustang, amongst all these other breeds that are spectacular horses and watch him hold his own. So I'm a, I'm a Mustang fan. Oh, man, that's such a great story. I appreciate you sharing that. And I appreciate you inviting me to be a part of that experience in Fort Worth. And, and uh, I'll never forget it. You know, it was so great. And it was so great to um, see the excitement and all the big crowd because of the Mustangs. But even better than that was being in the barn and watching all the trainers and the, the people work together and help each other. And that I find to be extremely different from the English world that I grew up in. People, they know it's mission-based. It's about the Mustangs and helping the Mustangs. So right. people do help each other. Even in a competitive situation, they're looking right. out for each other. So that is a very different ex experience. Yeah, it, it was so fun to see, you know, and everybody's competitive, everybody wants to win. I mean, it's in our, in, you know, in the DNA. But, you know, like you say, at the end of the day, what's best for the Mustang? And you could just see people helping each other and you could see some of the younger people looking up to these pros and um, they never got passed by. You know, I was watching and these pros would just stop and start talking about Mustangs. And I thought it was so special. Well, and the, the other difference is it's really a group of cult starters, I think, is, is how you, yeah. would, you would term yeah. everybody. Uh, because everyone starts with a wild horse in the extreme competitions and you have to work your way through a three-month period to competition level. 
So it is very intense. Not all horses do, you know, extremely well in that kind of a format. And those are some of the things that a whole group of us, I, I, is now a good time to talk about Mustang Champions? Yeah, man, this is your show, man. I'm just enjoying it. So, okay. uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Absolutely. Okay, so there, were, there were a group of us that all worked together and uh, did a lot of programs and events to help get Mustangs adopted. And uh, we have all come back together to create a new nonprofit called Mustang Champions. Uh, we are a new partner to the Bureau of Land Management Wild Horse and Burrow Program. We have received a grant. They want us to produce two new national Mustang championship competitions, one English discipline and one Western discipline. So that right off the bat is a little different. Absolutely. And then they want us to produce a educational program. So we'll be designing uh, trade show booth kiosks that we can ship across the country to help educate the American public, you know, to help people understand more about the horses that they own and the condition of the rangeland and, and just, you know, what's going on these days. There's a lot of um, information out there that is just not correct. And so mm -hmm. we really feel that there's an opportunity to get a, a, a more truthful message out there uh, and, 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 and kind of counterbalance some of the things that might be negative that, that one might hear about the Mustang situation. Well, I love that. I think having the association a new one, fresh start, um, you know, and having you at the helm of it, for sure, with your marketing expertise, your passion for the Mustang and surrounding yourself with just talented people, um, not only is it going to be a great product, a great show to watch, it's, it's phenomenal for the Mustangs, you know, and, and I love the other day when we were speaking, um, you were talking about basically it's get them out of holding and get them into people's, you know, barns and ranches and just start bonding. And, and that's the process. And that's such a pure process. Right. Well, and, and, and you and I were talking about a, an idea that I've had for quite a while is like one Mustang in your barn. Particularly yeah. if you have a competition barn or you have a schooling program at your barn, you know, one Mustang, take it on as a bit of a philanthropy for your for your riders. And uh, I think you'll be surprised at just how good they are. Most Mustangs are the size of a large pony. So for youth riders or a pony club kind of uh, situation, they, they really are very good for uh, that type of work being the yeah. size that they are. And another aspect of it is, you know, it's a great, you know, here in Texas, everybody has a longhorn or two just because it's a symbol, you know, out in the pasture, but to have a Mustang, you know, what another great symbol to be out there uh, in the pastures, people drive up on the ranch and, and to see a wild or a, a tame Mustang right. and a longhorn, it just kind of goes together. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And even if you don't ride them often, I, I, I'm, I ride maybe once a month, you know, shame on me. But uh, they're just, they're my buddies. They're my buddies. Yeah. I go down three times a day and check on them and feed them and water them. And, and they're, they're, they're my friends. They're my friends. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I had the opportunity because of you to ride uh, Heritage for those three days. And uh, it, it was changing because, for me because he was so in tune as a horseman. I could just feel he was connected from the start. And, you know, we were around the crowds and the people. And by the end of it, he was dropping his head and p little kids were petting him. He never got anything but perfect. And it's just a testament. And I love speaking about that because um, as people work with these Mustangs, they'll fall in love. 
Well, again, I, I, I think it's that, that connection. It is, it's just different. And I, I, you know, I have my theories, but uh, it, it, it's just, it's, it's a different experience. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the personalities in the Mustang world. You know, some of the trainers, they're, they're so incredible. And, and talk about the venues you're working on and, and uh, everything about this association, how people get involved. And maybe there's some Mustang people that want to be but never have had the opportunity. And, and I want to encourage them to uh, follow Matt, follow uh, Mustang Champions and uh, – find out how to be a part of the Mustang Association. So we'll be right back after this quick break with Matt Monroe, uh, Executive Director of the Mustang Challenge. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product, and we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. Uh, welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we have Matt Monroe. He's Executive Director of Mustang Champions. So, Matt, let's talk a little bit about how Mustang Champions is different than maybe some of the other Mustang associations. Right. So there are a group of us that did uh, events uh, promoting the adoption of Mustangs. And what would happen is you had basically 100 to 120 days to train, to, to go pick up a wild horse. Actually, it was assigned to you. You did not get to choose your horse. It was assigned to you. You had that time period to train that horse and get it to the competition and try to win prize money. So in, in thinking about that, some of the horses that were picked up would never make it to competition just because the schedule was a little too tight and, and it was too much stress for them to get to a high mm. competition level. So we made some changes in the two events that we are going to be creating and producing. One is going to be English discipline. One is going to be Western discipline. We are looking at, for the English competition, we're looking at the Kentucky Horse Park uh, September 2024, 
And for the Western competition, we're looking at Las Vegas, maybe South Point. And that we're looking at maybe July 2024. The difference here in the training period is starting October 1, you will have the ability to go buy or purchase a Mustang of your choosing and then have that longer period of time to get that horse ready for competition level. We're looking at $50,000 prize level for first prize. Um, we are trying to pattern the English competition after a three-day event. So combining dressage, wow. eventing, jumping. For the Western competition, we're, we're gonna throw in some cattle, cattle work. So we want it to be more traditional uh, Western uh, kind of competition. So those are some differences that we think are gonna really make a positive impact on getting new people and getting people back into our, our competitions. Another thing that we are wanting to promote are better training practices. So we're gonna mm. go to some of the top Mustang experienced trainers and pull videos that they have and pull content that they have and encourage them to do seminars that people can go to with their horse or just themselves and learn better training techniques. We are also thinking that in order to qualify for our finals events, you're gonna to have to take an online, I'll call it kind of like a driver's test. You're gonna to have to answer some questions about training. And, and, and again, this is all just trying to promote better technique. Makes so sense. I, I love that. I love the extra time too, because it's better for the trainer and it's a whole lot better for the Mustangs. And I love the fact that you get to select the Mustang that you want, because immediately by doing that, there's the bond that's created, at least from the personal side. The other option we're going to give people is instead of a mandatory, you must auction off your Mustang. It's going to be an option. Uh, Another difference is going to be we're going to, in order to qualify for our finals, you're going to have to take your Mustang out and show in either some kind of ranked or rated uh, competition or even a, just a local backyard competition, but show us some proof that you've gotten your horse out there and that that has been part of your training is, is going to some competitions before you come see us at one of our finals events. Man, I love that, Matt, because you know that what's the best marketing tool for Mustangs is the Mustang and having them out in different environments and different arenas, there's no doubt they can do it. That's, that's, their, that's their nature. Um, but that's so wonderful that y'all are gonna do that. So that's just our, our perspective and our experiences. Uh, we're gonna gather some advisory boards to uh, help us design these competitions and endorse these competitions. So some of the finest uh, English competitors out there, uh, a lady by the name of Marsha Hartford Sapp, is uh, like kind of the, the people that we want as a sounding board or Lisa Wallace, she does eventing, just as a sounding board to kind of make sure that the community is gonna buy into how we, we structure things. And then we'll do the same uh, with, with a group of, of Western competitors and trainers. Again, just make sure that everybody's feeling good about this. And then we hope that they will then become ambassadors and, and encourage people to get engaged, to compete especially, Go go pick up a Mustang uh, and then come back and see us in, in, at one of our events. Man, I love that, Matt. So how? So let's talk it through. So people that have never taken a Mustang to try this or 
maybe they just want to go get one just to start work having one at their house or their ranch and working with one. What is the steps? Do you go online somewhere and find a place or how do you do that? So there are uh, Bureau of Land Management, Wild Horse and Burrow facilities generally across the Western United States. You can go to their website, Bureau of Land Management slash WHB, and you can find those facilities. They also have satellite adoptions across the United States. Mm. That is another opportunity that you have to go adopt. There might be some other events too where Mustangs are available that you could uh, find. There's an online uh, corral, they call it, where you can adopt a Mustang uh, by watching photography and video online and make a purchase and figure out how to go pick up that horse. And these horses are $125. Wow. Another, another wow. option is to, if you are not experienced in gentling a horse, you have the ability to go uh, find a trainer. There's a program called TIP where they have done the initial gentling. You can pick up four feet. You can uh, get that horse in a trailer. You can put a halter on it. Just some super, super basic training that they have put on it that then you can adopt from them for, again, $125. Cool. There might be a competition where a horse has come up for uh, auction, like an extreme Mustang makeover. And those horses generally, I would say, are priced between $1,000. i have seen them go as high as $25,000 before. Um, but I think that was more like a donation situation and purchasing the horse. But there are ho horses that um, have competed that might be uh, available. We have not formalized our rules. So mm -hmm. these are just possibilities that we're looking at of what kind of horses might qualify. But there really are a lot of different ways in which you could go adopt or purchase a Mustang. I love that. It's very affordable. And, and uh, what you're getting is a piece of history, but also a partner, you know, that's going to be able to, you know, that is just, just fa fascinating to watch, but um, for sure a friend. And uh, I, I love that. And there's other trainers that are selling Mustangs after they work and train them just like the horse industry. And, and they're available. I was online last night looking and there's so many beautiful Mustangs that are doing so many phenomenal things for sale. You know, so you can take it at any level you want to, uh, which I think is really good. What What about like somebody living in the city, like in Austin or Houston or in a Metroplex? How do they, what's the best way, Matt? Is it to go find a trainer, an apprentice under a trainer? What's the best way for somebody to get involved in your association? So when I wrote English, I always worked with a coach or a trainer. I mean, particularly in competition. That trainer would be right there, side ring, watching me and yelling at me generally. But uh, <laughs> no, I would, I would, I would highly, highly recommend getting a coach. Going yeah. to a barn, uh, they can help care for the animal because you probably might not have as much, you know, ability to do that as many times a horse needs to be uh, fed, etc. Turned out, but uh, I, I would, I would definitely work with a barn, and and some barns might. Um, might not have any experience or any knowledge of any of these programs. So that's where I think it's an opportunity for an existing barn and you a new adopter to kind of work together to, uh, to see what Mustangs can do. I love that. And I love your marketing part too with the, with the kiosk where they're gonna be at different events. Would you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it's so important. And then how do people get the kiosk? So, um, 
whether you know it or not, if you pay taxes to the uh, United States government, you own a lot of horses and very few people. I love to be in a big crowd and ask who out there owns a horse and no one raises their hand. Maybe a few people. I say, how many people out there pay taxes? Everybody raises their hands. I'm like, you own horses. So there's this kind of uh, information. Love that. And, and we, we, we are going to be designing some trade show booth kiosks that we can kit up and ship off to events to help educate uh, the American public about their horses. Um, we are starting the program uh, this July. Uh, we are going to increase the number of trade show booths next year. So yeah, if you have any ideas of an event that you think uh, would be really appropriate to have this trade show booth uh, be at, you know, yeah, email, yeah. All awesome. ideas are good ideas. Absolutely. So how does somebody get a hold of you or, or follow the association? What's like the social media? Because I know you're great on social media. So uh, mustangchampions.com is the website. It's uh, basically a one-page website at the morning at the moment because we're, we're developing our, uh, our programs. Uh, but there will be much more information very, very soon. Our, our deadline to really have it together. Uh, and start promoting everything is is July one this year. So there will be more information uh, coming. You are you're welcome to email me. It's Matt M A T T dot Manro. It's M A N R O E at mustangchampions.org. I'm sorry, I think I said yeah. mustangchampions.com. Yeah. It's mustangchampions.org. My bad. No, it's good. And then they can find out information. And that's why I wanted to get you on the show so quickly, even before everything's developed. So you can start creating the buzz because this is going to be a great program. And I love your idea about having one Mustang in a barn, one horse in a barn that, you know, because it's, what's going to happen is everybody's going to congregate to that stall or to that paddock and hang out with the Mustang because they're so cool. And it's just going to catch on for sure. Well, it, 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 and I'm not sure why, but it is a novelty item. It <laughs> really is. But once they ride one, oh my goodness, it changes everything. You know, it so changes your outlook. I live in a neighborhood and my horses are in the front of a 50 house neighborhood. And I think people have adopted them as mascots and the kids love to go visit them and can't believe that they are wild horses. Well, of course they're not wild anymore. And their mothers were actually the ones that were wild, but it's, it's right. still this mystique, you know, and, and people get into it. People get into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember being in Fort Worth with you and people would walk up and they would just look. Like it's part of the history. It's iconic. And then once they pet the Mustang and they just drop their head and it's just, it connects in a different way. Right. right. Yeah. I love that. I love, let's talk a little bit on this, this segment about the, the virtual um, reality that you created. Oh, oh yeah. So uh, about five years ago, I think it was, I had the opportunity to go film and photograph uh, horses in the wild. And what our idea was, was to take VR, uh, virtual reality technology and do a film and give people the ability to feel like they are standing amongst wild horses. So right in the middle of a herd. And I just looked at uh, what we had created the other day. And what was fun about it is, yeah, here we are out with you know, rangeland where we know they're Mustangs and we kind of had to go to a watering hole and wait for them to come in like in the morning or, or the evening. And they are very, very aware of any change in their environment. So I'd walk out with a, a 360 camera on a stick and stick it in the mud in the middle of a watering hole. 
and then we'd go run and hide and <laughs> we would just wait for them to come in and you can see them coming in like maybe 30 minutes out. So, you know, and, and here, here comes a group of, you know, 25, 50 horses and they are so curious that they would go right up to the 360 camera. So in this film, it's like they are right in your face. They're babies, they're oh you know, family groups. It really, it really um, was a great experience and, and people really loved to put on that headset and see it. If I have a minute, I, I, I wanna tell you a story about, we were at a uh, Extreme Mustang makeover in Ocala, Florida. And at two daughters and a lady in a wheelchair approached me and they said, could she put on the headset? And I'm like, absolutely. They said, it has always been a dream of hers to see Mustangs in the wild. We put wow. the headset on her, their daughters turned her around because they're, they're constantly horses doing things around you in this video. She starts crying, the daughters start crying, I start crying. It was just a cool way to give people an experience they will never, ever be able to do any other way. Amazing story, Matt. Thanks for sharing that. And, you know, I, I had the, uh, I was able to do that when I was with you and, and it was so incredible. I didn't want to take the headset off because it was so beautiful yeah. and it was, you were there and the Mustangs were running around and I can't wait. So when are you going to release that? So, so the public can see it again, or how can they see that? So we're going to make that a part of our trade show booth experience for sure. Wow. Um, wow. I do think there, uh, there are ways that we can post it and you can use your, your, your smartphone and, and kind of have the same experience. I mean, it's not quite as involving, but yeah. you can at least pan around with your phone and, and kind of see what, what's going on. So there are, yeah. there are a couple of ways that, that, that we can use that uh, footage again. It was so intense in a great way, you know, and, and with the kiosk and with that, that's where your expertise in the marketing side is really going to help the Mustangs um, find new homes and uh, spread the word about how great they really are and, and uh, for sure. And, and when we come back on the third segment, I want to talk about the personalities, but I want to hear some more stories about being out there in the West and watching the Mustangs and filming them and what that was like, if that's okay. All right. Awesome. Well, we'll be right back after this break on the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show with Matt Monroe. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knudsen, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'd like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. In the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening, I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show has been working for several months on creating and introducing our own brand of coffee. We wanted to make sure that we got it just right. We don't want to put our name on anything unless we're 100% certain that it's the best product available, and we've finally done it. We have created a wonderful line of coffees, 13 fantastic flavors offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups, any way you like to brew your coffee. Now, each of our coffees carries our brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses, our trailers, and our chaps. So you know that this is a quality product, and we only use 100% Arabica beans, the very best beans available. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. 
a coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase just by entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, and I have a very special guest and a dear friend of mine, Matt Monroe, Executive Director of Mustang Champions, and I'm so excited Matt's on the show, and we're talking about the, the new association, and I mean, the ink's not even dry yet, so uh, it, it's an, it's so good to have you on, Matt, and would you? I love that last story you told, and would you mind telling a, another one about what it's like to be in the West on the ground with the Mustangs around you you're trying to film? Sure. So, uh, was was creating a program and we needed photography and film for videos to really help uh, everyone understand more about the rangeland, the condition of the rangelands, uh, the horses that are wild in the 10 Western United States, and then what happens with the horses after they're gathered and the, the term is off range. So they're in some kind of holding facility or long-term pasture. So I had the opportunity to film in two locations. One was called Anaki. It's about 45 minutes outside of Salt Lake City. Uh, the horses there, the Mustangs there, are photographed and filmed so often that they are very, very comfortable with you walking out and just being amongst them. So we are out there with cameras. Uh, they, the babies would come right up to us. So I, I didn't touch them, didn't touch them, but they would come like four to six inches and just kind of smell around, see what's going on. Uh, two stallions might be rearing next to me and have to shoo them off to get away from the camera. I mean, they could, they were really comfortable about you just wow. hanging out with them. So that was a incredible experience. And I do think most of the uh, Mustang photography you see is from photography photographers who, who kind of work that area of, of the country. Um, the other, uh, place we went was called Antelope Valley. It is outside of Elko, Nevada. Uh, the valley is 20 miles wide. There are seven watering holes and a watering hole might be three feet wide. So there are times of year where the horses are very stressed from uh, not enough water and mm -hmm. they travel like 20 miles a day to forage and generally where they Forage is not where they drink. So, I mean, these horses are constantly on the move during a day. In Antelope Valley, and I can see why people don't think there are any Mustangs out there in the world. If you go out there, not only are you probably not going to see any, but if they do sense you within two to three miles, all you see is a trail of dust. You cannot get close to them. Wow. So what we did was fly in a, a drone camera, mile one, mile two, mile three, come over a cliff, and there are hundreds of horses. So they're out there, but they know they're, they're very, very good at being stealth. And so it was just two completely different experiences. And the footage we got from each was just different enough that one gave us grand scope and then one kind of the other location gave us intimacy with the horses. 
So uh, it really, I, I was very, very pleased and proud of, of what we got and what we were able to produce from, from that experience. Well, how wonderful. And, and what an encouragement. So what, how would you, if there's somebody out there right now that's getting a marketing degree or as a photographer, what advice do you give them? Because our industry, the more we can show and educate, which you're great at, how can we encourage more people to come into our industry and, and share the word of the Mustang and, and, and take it to the masses? Well, I'm, I'm going to quickly talk about one other experience I had because I don't. Let's do this, it. I don't think this is for everybody. I was uh, asked to film and photograph horses in holding. And I went to Carson City to uh, it's a prison where the holding facility is. And I really didn't realize it until days later that everyone I was working with was a prisoner in that facility. They had such passion for what they were doing and caring for these horses. But what they would do was run the horses in a perimeter round pen. So it's kind of this, this narrow channel around a round pen where they can, can work with the horses. Uh, they are wild. So they kind of have to, you know, pin them off a little bit to be able to, to work with them and check them out. But uh, I, I photographed them in this shoot situation and holding an iPhone and in front of it. And some of the horses are kind of like coming at me. So it was, it was not for the faint of heart right. at all. So it's, it's, but it's such an incredible experience and it's so rewarding because in this case, I was doing uh, photography and, and film to help them promote these horses in their online auction the, the wow. Bureau of Land Management. So that was what the purpose of that was. But it is, um, I think you have to be a bit passionate about horses. I don't think you can yeah. just go in cold and have the, I'm sure it's kind of like doing uh, wild animal work in Africa. You kind of, there's a lot of waiting. And then that little moment you have to capture something that's really unique. Uh, it's, it, it, I think it, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the passion part for sure, because I think that comes across in your picture, your show or your video, that passion point, you know what to put in there. Do you think growing up working with uh, horses off the track and, and doing some of that helped you see in video and put this out there better because you were around it younger in your younger days? Uh, absolutely. Because I think when you're training a horse, you have to constantly be looking for things. Mm -hmm. certain movements you want, or is that horse not sound? I mean, they're, they're, you're, you're constantly observing the animal. So when you go out into the, the, the Mustang world, you're going to notice things that are either different and unique to Mustangs and how they live in a band. Our horses that we grew up riding, they didn't have, live in family groups. Mm -hmm. And it is a very organized system. So things like that are very different and very eye-opening. And uh, it's, it's just kind of crazy, the society they have as bands and herd groups that right. I just, I'd never, I'd never seen anything like it. Before. Well, I think you're, like your virtual, your virtual show that I saw and some of your pictures, they're so beautiful. And, but like you were saying about the Mustangs, how, Three miles away, you had to travel by drone to see them. And I have friends that have filmed movies with drones and the horses running. But, you know, you can just watch the ears and, you know, your drone, you got to get out of the way because they sense it. And they're so sensitive to it. And there's such an art for what you do to take that, that Mustang off that range, 
virtually and send it so somebody could see it in this natural environment is just beautiful to watch. Yeah. And we were really very careful with the drone and not getting too close or staying yeah. off angle, not flying over them directly, just to respect them and not absolutely you know, cause them distress with our filming activity. Well, you got to know what you're doing and you obviously know that, but it's so important that those are out there so people can learn. And it's all about education and, and the, the falling in love with them will happen once they're educated on them. Uh, for sure. Well, let's talk about some of the personalities, you know, some of the trainers, maybe some of the horses. What do you, you want to talk about any in particular? Yeah. So uh, there's a lady by the name of Wileen Davis and yes. uh, Extreme Wileen was her yeah. nickname. And she is just a gas to be around. I mean, she is a character. She has extremely high energy, very passionate about Mustangs. Um, and she does demos. She'll take a, a horse that's never been touched and do what's called a first touch demo with it. Uh, very uh, experienced uh, what she has to say. Uh, you can just hang on every word because she is going to teach you and maybe use a little humor along the way to uh, educate you. So mm -hmm. she's super fun. There's a gentleman by the name of Bobby Kerr <laughs> and he is the uh, professional rodeo specialty act of the year. And I think has been for multiple years in a row now, but he does a whole act with Mustangs and his dogs. The first time I ever saw him perform was at an extreme Mustang makeover competition at the very end, what he had created, and he created it, was he had taken a tr truck car kind of looking thing and cut the top off of it and put a sofa in the back seat. So he rode his Mustang into that vehicle, sat it down in the back seat on that sofa, got in the driver's seat and drove out of the arena with the Mustang in the back. Yeah. My thoroughbreds would have never done that. I don't, I don't no. care how much I train that horse, I don't think that thoroughbred's going to do anything like that. Absolutely. So that really, I was, I was blown away. Could not believe yeah. it. So his act, you will, he is all over the country at rodeo uh, and ex expositions. So be watching for Bobby Kerr, K-E-R-R. -R. He is extremely talented, extremely entertaining, and uh, he is he is well loved across the country. What great ambassadors for the Mustangs and for the sport. Both of them are just wonderful. And, and uh, you know, I love being with them, too. You know, they were just talking to everyone and you could just see the passion for the people in the Mustangs for, for sure. And I love the Liberty work, too. You know, that's a very special um, deal to see, you know, the Liberty. Would you mind talking about what Liberty is and what the Mustangs were doing? So Liberty is no bridle, no saddle. And you're on the ground and you might use some training aids, like, like maybe a long, uh, a long crop or something like that. But, uh, and, and I really don't know much about it. I have just seen some fantastic performances mm -hmm. uh, where, uh, again, having always ridden on top of a horse, I, I understand it. I'm uh, very uh, entertained by it. I'm just not very knowledgeable of it. But there but are it some people that are really, really good at it and definitely use it as part of their training with Mustangs. Yeah, I mean, if somebody looks up Liberty Training with Mustangs, it's phenomenal. And it's, it just shows you how in sync the Mustangs are with the human, with the right training techniques. And uh, it's so powerful. And, and like, it kind of goes back to what you said at the very beginning on how they connect. It's a deeper level.
The other lady I, I'd like to mention, her name is Elisa Wallace, and she uh, is, does eventing in the English discipline world. Uh, but she had a Mustang that she competed with and would jump it without a bridle. And in this finals competition where this horse competed, it was like, I'd say a three and a half, four foot fence that she jumped this wow. horse over with no bridle. She will, she'll jump with no saddle. And she uses her Mustangs to go to English events and do demos. And she is really, really good about introducing them to people that wouldn't normally be around them and really get to just show off, showcase those Mustangs and what they're able to do, even in, in the English discipline. And this is why we're very excited about this new competition that we will be creating that is English discipline because it hasn't existed in the past. I love it. And what's the English discipline called and what is the Western discipline called? So our English competition is going to be called Mustang Classic. We are looking at the Kentucky Horse Park, probably uh, September 2024. And the Western competition, we're going to call Mustang Challenge. And we're looking at Las Vegas, hopefully maybe South Point. And that's looking at like July 2024. I love it. And I want to talk about one more thing. I can't believe our time is going so fast, but the youth. I love watching the youth trainers. And, and you know, that is our future for sure. And uh, but it's so encouraging to uh, watch them, you know, in their Mustangs. Right. My daughter uh, competed at 14 with two Mustang yearlings that she was very involved in training. And uh, it is amazing what and it's all in hand. It's nobody's up on top of uh, their yearling. It is amazing what what young people were able to do in, in competition with with their uh, yearling horses, always entertaining, very, very entertaining, might even bring you to tears. Yeah, absolutely. It's very emotional because I have seen. Well, it's, it's, it is emotional, Matt, because you're watching and you're rooting for that yearling Mustang, but you're also, you, you know, rooting for that youth that's just trying so hard. And I'll, what I love about Mustang challenges is, or Mustang champions is um, it challenges the youth to be better. It gives them an opportunity because it is affordable. They get with a great coach that can help them. And then they're out there competing in, if it's English or Western, in, in some pretty cool environments. But they get to keep their Mustang as well for life well, if they want and, to. And at the moment, we haven't figured out if uh, how to have a youth component, but we're starting those conversations. So, so that mm -hmm. will be something that we'll have more information on, on later. Yeah. And that, that's just great. You know, I love that it can be a family environment and family uh, event just like yours. And, um, you know, that's a, another important part of why you're the executive director is that you yeah. can add that element because you lived it. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, um, I can't believe we're getting close to the end of the show. What else would you like to say about Mustang champions that we haven't talked about? Just come get engaged, come compete, yeah. encourage a friend to compete. If you have students, encourage them to compete. The horses need to be adopted. You can have a great experience. You can keep it or not keep it but just come join us and we might have some volunteer situations. We may have other opportunities if you can't compete, but you want to be engaged to engage with us. So come on, go, go to mustangchampions.org. Uh, be watching for more information. We do have a Facebook page that we're getting ready to really get active on. So that's another way to kind of keep up with us. I love it, Matt. Thanks for saying that. And I, I encourage everybody that listens to our show or watches our show to Get on the website and, and start conversing with Matt and other Mustang people and even some that aren't yet, but they will 
and uh, get ahead of this association. And, and, and so when it does launch full fledged, you're on the ground floor. So one day you'll be able to say you were a part of that because it's going to be a special deal for sure. Thank you, Scott. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for being on our show. I really appreciate it. Thank you for what you're doing for Mustangs. And thanks for being a dear friend. And, and I want to thank everybody who watched our show and listens to it. Um, and also, please subscribe to our channel, Cowboy Entrepreneur on YouTube. Thank you again. And thank you, Matt. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com.